Hey, oh, this is Noob. I'm your host, Ben Vandal. Uh, Boston Beer Benny on Instagram, Treehouse Benny on Untapped. To my left, your radio right, Mo Fortin, my co host, uh, bar manager at Cask and Pig, and also now professional podcaster of Noob. Yeah, uh, we've taken some big steps here, and uh, we're in this. Yeah, we're, it is uh, what it is. It's our profession now. So we are looking for sponsors. If you have anyone, any small company that's willing to donate a hundred dollars a year to get the name on one of our segments, maybe we'll talk semantics. Maybe a little more. A little. Maybe a little less. I would introduce the guy on the lawnmower here. In the background. I don't know his name. Uh, I'm going to call him Brian. So Brian, Brian on the lawnmower as well. If you can hear him back there. So. We got a good show for you today. What we're going to do, we're actually going to do two separate shows because we we missed a week. Yeah, we fucked up. And we're going to try to do it in about 30-minute increments so you can get your daily dose and, and move on and listen to the next one whenever you want. So we're going to go into the tap list. This would be a perfect spot for a sponsor, you know. Tap list presented by Cask and Pig. 26 beers on tap. This could be you. Cask list <laughs> presented by Poor Farm. I got a million beers in a million bottles. I could just provide it. But hey, 100 bucks a year. No big Douglas deal. Douglas Wine and Spirits. <laughs> Douglas Wine and Spirits. Cardozas. You know, anything. We're not going to say your name anymore because this shit ain't That's free. It. That's free advertising. One time only. Now we go into the tap list. Tap list. This is a rundown of what we're doing today on the show. Local releases. Uh, this is our segment where we do what we're drinking locally, what just came out locally. Uh, we're going to do Mo's Adventures on this show. Mo had a nice adventure. Critically acclaimed segment. We're going back in time. We're going to Mo's Adventures. Love it. Vocabulary. It's a fan favorite. Weird beer stuff. Another fan favorite. And then, of course, we end with another sponsored segment, Shelf of the Week, brought to you by... Yankee Spirits. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody, you you guys, use your ideas You here. get the Come point on. here. You get the point. Show for the week brought plug, to you plug, by plug, plug. Whaling City CrossFit. Come on, guys. Just dish out $100. It's not that expensive. All right. So to remind you of our drinking game, for me, my two words, fantastic and dive in. Most two words are correct and any mention of his wife. Uh, the lawnmower in the back is pretty much telling you to take a drink this entire time. Yeah, maybe so. just like periodically. Yeah, just, just like take a, take go a good, through. Whenever take a good you little feel chug. like you could chug your beer, just yeah. chug the whole thing. Open up a new one. Uh, so we're going to do what are you drinking today with our local releases. Uh, Mo, what are you drinking? You got anything cool going on? Uh, right now, currently, I am drinking a Peep Toad from Tilted Barn. Oh, great. Uh, courtesy of my co-host. Yeah. Um, you guys uh, were cool enough to go up there last weekend and grab me a four-pack of Peep Toad. So this yeah. is my first time with it. It's uh, pretty smooth, actually. Drinks really nice. Has that typical Tilted Barn flavor, but it's yeah. not super hoppy. Um, so I'm really liking this a lot right now. I got some other things downstairs, but pretty much the same shit that I had last week and the week before. Um, so I'm kind of just working on that stuff. Nothing really new. Um, I did pick up a four-pack of um, Pinky Swear. Okay. Uh, from not familiar. Yeah, from Revival. So it's a brewery only. I know Revival's not a super, uh, you know, super rare brewery with all kinds of crazy releases and stuff. But they do, they do do some brewery only things. Yeah. And I picked up some of that. So it's local, so it fits in here. I'm working on same stuff as always. I'm still got that adult human going. Yep. Got one two hundred thousand trillion. I have some peep toad left. Uh, we're going to crack into Eric's uh, bottle condition Saison here yes. from High Robot. Um, he was kind enough to provide that for the show, so hopefully we can give you some feedback on that as it goes on. Did he give you a name for it? Yes, he did. 
we'll come back to the name. Yeah, I'll come back to that. He sent it to me in a text. So, yeah, but um, either way... Um, he forgot to put a sticker on the bottle, so <laughs> no worries. Uh, no worries, Eric. Thank you very much for the beer. But Trillium continues their reign of terror this summer. Uh, they did a collaboration with Stillwater, the good old-fashioned 750 milliliter bottles, um, and they called it Trillwater. Very creative. Awesome. Best of both worlds. So I've heard it's very good. I haven't got a chance to try it. Hopefully I can try it here soon. They also came out with their famous double IPA headroom, which is fantastic drink. And uh, you can try that in their tap room. I'm not sure if they still have it in cans, but I do think they still have it in their tap room. Uh, our friends at Night Shift came out with a cool beer called Swell, uh, an IPA with mosaic, citra, and amarillo hops. Mm. They do good stuff. They got some kind of cool hop blend lines going, so... That should be really good. Uh, Long Live puts out cans. I'm going to actually head up there tomorrow. Hopefully I can get some Ooh, cans. Call. Uh, called Good Good Things, a double IPA from them. Nice. Uh, most of the time they do regular IPAs, so I'm very excited to try one of their doubles. And I, everything they've done has been really good. So, I'm going to have um, to talk to you about that. I'm, I'm <laughs> off tomorrow. So. Yeah, I'm definitely getting some growlers too. Cool. So, um, You have any local releases? Um, kind of just wanted to touch on the uh, couple of revival things. Okay. Um, segue into the revival trip uh but first of all um they do have a couple beers coming up one the pinky swear that i already mentioned that's a brewery only uh it's a berliner weiss apparently it's available in rhode island okay but being like they're right on the line there like they distribute a lot more things to rhode island but not so much to massachusetts the guy kind of explained it to me like basically they have to pay more yeah to distribute their beer into another state so they pick like their high rollers. They're really they're good sellers. They're night swimmers. They're you thirsties. The uh, white electric coffee stout, and they yeah. distribute those in Massachusetts. But some of their lesser known brands, they don't bother. Um, so Pinky Swear is one of those. It's a Berliner Weiss, so it's uh, it's a sour. Um, they throw raspberries and blueberries in it nice. uh, just before just before it's finished. Uh, kind of has a lemonade type of finish to it. It's tart but not overly sour. So that was a really cool one. Really enjoyed that. It's like 3.8% or something. Nice. I mean, it's really low, really drinkable. Um, they also mentioned a beer um, called Bushido. B-U-S-H-I-D-O. Um, right. They're calling it the slayer of all pumpkin beers. Oh, my goodness. So it has toasted pumpkin in it. So it's, it's that got time like, of year, guys. Yep, it's, that it's time coming. Of year. Guys, I'm sorry if you're not ready for it. I'm not Summer's ready for over, it. over, guys. I'm not ready for it either at the Cask and Pig, but... Um, it's it's upon us, you know. They're pushing shipyard pumpkin already. It's disgusting. Yeah. But um, so they started brewing bushido. Um, apparently, it's supposed to be like a, a toasted pumpkin flavor, so a, a little more smoky. Um, it's supposed to be heavily malted. Uh, should be really good. And also, they're doing a double IPA version of their You Thirsty. They're gonna call it Extra Thirsty. Okay. Um, that's gonna be a very limited release coming up soon. Should be ready in about a month or so. Um, so I'm hoping that I can be on the list for one of those uh, because it is going to be something that, you know, only like 10 logs of it distributed in Massachusetts. So nice. Um, I think I've done a, a pretty decent job of supporting Revival. So hopefully, hopefully I get one of those. We'll see. Yeah. With that, that's going to end our local releases segment. Uh, for more local releases, we're going to post some cool picks as we come across them. Yeah, I got a bunch of picks. Yeah. So we'll post those in our Facebook group. You got to type it out. New England Weekly Beer Discussion. If you can't think of the words, uh, just use the initials N-E-W-B-D, New England Weekly Beer Discussion on Facebook. Uh, with that, we'll go into our first segment, uh, critically acclaimed Back from the Dead. <laughs> it's Mo's Adventures. It's Mo, you went on a nice adventure today down to Revival that he was just talking about. 
of the Revival Brewery is in Rhode Island. Yep, and uh, they're a local guy. So if you guys are ever available to go out and get a brewery, Mo's going to tell you a little bit about Revival. So Revival is located on Atwood Ave in Cranston, Rhode Island. Uh, just a stone's throw from Providence. Um, you end up taking that Providence Mall exit and a couple other couple other exits after the fact. But it's not that far away. It's about 45 minutes or so from, from here. Um, they do a bunch of really cool beers. I mean, they're really good at a lot of things. Um, I wouldn't say that they're great at anything. There's no beer that they have other than their their coffee style. I, I really do think that that's a great beer. I like that beer um, a lot. All, all of their beers are just really solid. You know, like any beer that you have from them, you're going to be really impressed with it. And most of them are rated in the high 80s on Beer Advocate. Um, so we went there on a, on a work field trip. I took a bunch of servers, um, a couple bartenders from the Cask and Pig. We went up there today. And uh, Steve... Who's, who was our, our contact for Revival Brewing, uh, really rolled out the red carpet for us, uh, set us up with some uh, a great tour, set us up with lunch, uh, even held a cornhole tournament for us, gave some oh, shirts wow. to a couple people. Um, we got some swag, you know, just the typical koozie, sunglass, sticker type of thing. Showed us around the brewery, showed how they do business. Really cool tap room, I will say there, although it's very unconventional. Their tap room is literally in their brewery so you know like you can see at trillium when you go there you can see them canning when yeah. you go to treehouse you can see them doing like their canning but you can literally when you're in their tap room you can order a beer from from the bar and walk over and watch the guy canning like from me to you you can watch him canning the beer <laughs> and then you can purchase that beer wow so i mean that's kind of cool like you can literally purchase a beer that was canned 30 seconds before you open it um i mean as far as freshness goes, I mean that that's yeah, can't that's that. really cool, and they they take their they stock their cooler right from their canning line. So even if you came in there like oh I'm just gonna come in and buy a four pack or whatever, that beer that's in there was canned that day. Wow! So I Good mean that, that that's really cool. Um, I, I was really impressed with the trip. Uh, the guy was definitely gassed up to have us there. Was excited about his brand and wanted us to do more business with him. So I'm very excited to to keep Revival on tap and and do more business with them in the future. And it was just a really cool experience. And you can definitely find their coffee uh, electric stout on shelves. Oh yeah, just about anywhere. It's really good. It's it's a little thinner, a little on the thin side for a stout, but it is very good in flavor. They did the uh, the beer and food truck festival around here too. They're also uh, going to be at Beervana, cool. I found yeah, out. They're going everywhere. So, so so you'll get a chance to see them coming up here soon. And if you do check them out, it's Revival. We'll post a webpage if they have one and they some do. information about how to get to their facility on our Facebook group. Uh, so check that out. Uh, again, New England Weekly Beer Discussion on Facebook. So that's it for Mo's Adventures. Uh, for more Mo's Adventures, we will. Uh, I'm sure there will be more coming up here in the fall. Hopefully. With his work field trips. Um but we will move into our vocab brewery segment, which is everyone's favorite. Um, Mo actually has a word for us, for me, not just us. First I mean, time on the show. I also have a word for Mo. I, I like cannot that. spell to save my life, so I won't even attempt spelling. But you yeah. want to go first, Mo? You want me to go first? I, I mean, I can go first if that's what you want. I mean, yeah. I, I got a real softball for you, though, as far as spelling goes. As far concerned. as spelling goes. But, you know, that's going to be even more embarrassing when I misspell it. So um, why, why don't I go first, okay. uh, and we'll we'll go into that. But yeah, do my it, word is one that you'll see on shelves everywhere. It's a real popular word now in the beer world, and uh, 
I get a lot of questions about this as well. Um, and it, the word is GOSA. Ooh. Mo, can you spell GOSA? I'm pretty yep. sure you could. Yep, that's G-O-S-E. Yeah, that's G-O-S-E. So, Simple spelling word, but do I actually know what it is? Yeah, do you Not know 100% what sure. defines it? So uh, GOSA is a top fermented beer. Uh, and the requirements to become a GOSA, it has to be 50% of the grain bill has to be malted wheat. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I, I know it's typically thought, like coriander and salt. I know yeah. that that's typical in a goza. I don't know if that's a defining characteristic of that one. That is a but... defining characteristic, but it originated in uh, Gossler, Germany, which I also found fascinating. Uh, the flavor profiles are, like you said, it's lemon sourness, herbs and floral notes, and then a strong saltiness. Okay. And kind of the um, where they think this came from was a local brewer was making beer... And he was pulling water off a local river, and I they think he was using brackish water, so he got a salty flavor into his beer, okay. and this became a defining characteristic. And normal brewers tried to make it with regular beer and couldn't duplicate the saltiness, so they Makes actually sense. added salt to the beer. Uh, you can find them on a lot of shelves around us. The most famous, the best ghost I've ever had is Westbrook Ghost out of a can. It's it's really really good, really uh, stable flavor. It tastes a lot like. You're drinking a refreshing lemonade of some okay. kind. I don't um, remember if I've ever had that one. Two Roads has multiple ghosts. The Passion Fruit Ghost is a popular one. True. They also have their Key Lime Ghost out now. Uh, Anderson Valley has a lot of ghosts on the market. Like a melon ghost. Yeah, I think. they do a watermelon. They do melon. They do. Yep. They do a passion fruit one as well. Yep, I've seen those. Lost Nation is one you refer to, which has coriander in it, salt. Delicious. Uh, so you can definitely find them. I'll have another one too for Shelfer of the Week as well that Perfect. I'm going to save, but Gosa, if you see it out there, it is a nice, delightful beer. It tastes almost like an alcoholic lemonade, so. Good one. So what do you got, Mo? Okay, I'm going to give you a real easy spelling word. Like I said, this is a softball. Okay. And it's a word that you should be familiar with in regular life as in addition to beer life. Okay, I don't so like my word, this is going. So my word is gravity. Oh, gravity. Gravity. Should I attempt to spell this? I, I think you have this, don't you? G-R-A-V-I-T-Y. Perfect. Gravity. I spelt it, guys. Perfect. I know I love the movie. Great movie. Sandra Bullock. She'll so, always have a spot in my head. In addition to the force that keeps us on the ground, okay. gravity also has uh, some some meaning in the in the beer world as well. You'd think. Um, I saw it a lot um, in the Jack's Abbey beers. We're doing a, um, a Pigs and Pints coming up okay. at the end of August, August 31st. Um, so I started researching a lot of their beers and kind of seeing like what kind of stuff that they do. And a lot of their beers are, are, are labeled with OG. Okay. I kept seeing it, kept seeing it. What the hell is it? It's original gravity. Wow. So I wanted to know what gravity was. So gravity is actually a measure of the amount of dissolved solids in the beer. So this directly, I know that kind of, uh, what the hell does that mean? That's to use it, yeah. It, it translates to the ABV. It's okay. It's how much, how much um, solids, like how much uh, grains and yeast and hops are actually in the beer, and it gives the brewer an idea of what the ABV of the beer is going to be oh, based wow. on the, the converted sugar that's going to happen. Um, it kind of gives him an idea of how strong his beer is going to be. So if he keeps his gravity at... You know, X, he knows that his beer is going to be 5%. If he keeps it at this, he knows it's going to be around 8%. Um, and again, I'm just going to keep it really simple because I don't fully understand it either. Because, yeah. like I said, I just looked it up before, but 
Um, it's a really cool term, and you will see it on some, specifically Jack's Abbey beers. For some reason, they always put their uh, gravity on there. Yeah, that seems like an interesting kind of beer head uh, type of thing to learn. But Not for the beginners, really, though. I, not I mean, really for I the beginner, really I would say. I would say focus, if you're a beginner, more on Gosa. If you're an advanced brewer, maybe more on the gravity of a beer. Sure. Uh, but we I keep dropping my pen. Hey, Weird finish stuff. your beer, guys. Yeah, all right? come on. Drink I a keep, beer. I keep dropping my pen. So we'll move on. That's vocabulary. We're going to post. I'll post a link to the um, Wikipedia page of Gosa, maybe how to brew a Gosa, the history of Gosa, on our Facebook page. You can check that out. And we will move on to our fan favorite weird beer stuff. Everyone loves weird beer stuff, Mo. Weird beer stuff. This is probably the coolest segment in podcast history, all podcasts, and we I are agree. podcast pros, so you can't tell us different now. Nope, you can't. And so we're going to go, Mo, again, has another, another weird beer stuff for us. So we have two articles, not only in the vocabulary, but in the weird beer stuff category, and I'm going to start it off again, because that's what I do, I'm the lead off man. Yep, that's what I get do. us out of the gate. So You're leader. I'm going to take you to the beautiful state of Texas, Mo. All right. Ooh, Texas. The stars at a lot of night weird stuff are big and bright. Yep. Deep in the heart of Texas. Everything's so, bigger in Texas too. <laughs> generally, uh, so I'm going to take you back to the 2010 State Fair in Love Texas. It. it was a great year. Great year. Great year. Great for fair. Texas. I heard too. <laughs> it was one of my favorite fairs. Correct. Um, and Texas State Fair holds a most creative award every year, and they okay. deep fry stuff. That's what people do at state fairs. They deep fry things. Okay. Why wouldn't you? And this one was a deep-fried beer. It was the first ever attempted deep-fried beer. It was actually a ravioli with salty pretzel-like dough filled with beer. And how did that go? Um, They only had to fry it for 20 seconds, so it retained all its alcohol. And you actually needed to be 21 years of age to purchase it because it retained all its alcohol. Really? And it had to be good because it won the most creative award. I mean, I guess it doesn't speak to the flavor. No, but it's not best tasting. It's no, it definitely award. is. It definitely is uh, something interesting. But uh, they—that's a great one. Yeah, they deep fried. They deep fried so beer. So my beer question ravioli. for you, Mo. My question for you. Obviously, two questions. As We're going to start it off with a leadoff question. Are you going to try it? Of course. You're trying. I'm trying. It. Of course we are. Uh, the can second... anybody make that? Jess, can you make that? <laughs> this. There you go. Take a sip, guys. You hear that? <laughs> Um, and my second question in related to this weird beer stuff is, what is the strangest thing that you've ever eaten fried? The strangest thing I've ever eaten fried or the strangest thing I've ever fried? Because that's two different questions. Well, if you fried it yourself and then ate it, I mean, subsequently. Okay, I guess we the... once deep fried a G.I. Joe, but we didn't eat him. <laughs> well, that's a, that's so, a great idea. That doesn't count. Kids at home, great idea. Don't eat your deep fried G.I. Joes. <laughs> we threw, yeah, we threw a little, we threw a little batter on them, threw them in the deep fryer. Um, I mean, the weirdest thing. This isn't really weird, but we deep fried a chocolate chip cookie once. Okay. That's not really okay. weird, but Did it was really batter, good. You battered it. Oh yeah, it was delicious. Yeah, it was so good. And Oreos are great, but I mean, that's not weird either. Yeah. yeah I don't know I've if had... I have a weird one. I've had the deep fried Oreos. Weirdest thing I've ever eaten fried was actually a fried tequila shot. I, I went to work? this thing. I went to this thing, uh, wing night that a couple of buddies put on, and uh, they they actually had angel food cake. They cut okay. it into cubes, soaked it in tequila. Okay. So it completely soaked the tequila. They battered it. They fried it. And it held it. And it held. It, it, yeah, it tasted really? like it tasted like a tequila shot. That's awesome. It was really, really good. It was like a buttery tequila shot. So, shout That's... out to Josh and Dave for uh, 
enlightening my my taste buds with wow. that mike as well for hosting maybe we can try that at some point that sounds that sounds yeah, pretty interesting if we get a fry well, later you know if the girls would let us get a fry later we could fry all kinds of stuff yeah we can make this thing way more interesting than a deep fried gi joe but that's all i got mo what do you got okay um well i mean you took us to a happy place i did I with did. like fried food and i mean uh, that's like a that's a great place to be i'm gonna take <laughs> us to uh to a really dark time oh boy yeah, so we're talking uh, January of 2015. I remember it. Yeah, we're it's going to year. we're going to Mozambique. Okay. Yeah, they're I mean obviously they're famous for their delightful little food dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, January 11th, 2015, authorities in Mozambique reported that 69 people had died and nearly 200 were hospitalized after drinking contaminated beer. Oh God! At a funeral. Oh. <laughs> That's a couple the ultimate days, trap. A couple days earlier. That's the ultimate so, trap. I thought this was cool. Just well, Not cool. I mean, that may be the wrong choice of words. <laughs> Let's backtrack. We'll rewind. <laughs> toot, toot, toot. All right. Uh, very weird. Uh, drinking this at a funeral. Yeah. And 69 more people died. Hi-yo. So they think, <laughs> they think the cause for it was either a toxic flowering plant okay. called foxglove that got into, got into the hops. Yeah. The second thing that they thought it was initially was crocodile bile. Wow. I mean, now, okay, okay. So maybe a crocodile that came by and, like, pissed on the hops or something and contaminated them somehow. I don't know if that would kill people, but that was actually the thought process. Uh, that's uh, that's not very good detective work, I'm going to say. But Yeah, well, you're in Mozambique, so, so, so what are you going to get? <laughs> <laughs> well, the brewers of Mozambique are using deadly flowers and crocodile bile in their beer. But I think I have a different solution. Okay? okay, I think this is the ultimate. This is the ultimate. I'm going down. I'm taking you all with me. It was the dead guy. You know what's he funny? He spiked the beer and he said, "You guys want to celebrate that I'm dead? Ha <laughs> ha! You're dead now." The guy that brewed the all beer. All 69 of The guy that brewed the beer for the funeral. Yeah. Was one of the 69 that died. Wow. Now, so the guy made the beer and died from it. That's ironic. That's ironic. Uh I mean, it's like drinking. Poison beer on a funeral day. It's like wow, that's, that's pretty much like the worst thing. <laughs> Atlantis worst Morris Evans appearance. I think we got a new theme song yet. I mean, I thought that Poison was incredibly weird. Incredibly weird. That is um, very weird. And you know, you don't I get more you don't get Mozambique to go to Mozambique. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they call it the Mozambique beer poisoning oh, of 2015. Boy. Yeah, indicating that maybe there were other ones. Yeah, but this was like the 2015 <laughs> this version. Was just the one on 2015. So, so you hear that, kid? Stay away from the foxtrot. You don't want to be drinking <laughs> that or the crocodile bile. Yeah, you don't want crocodile bile. Sounds in your cool. Beer. It rhymes, but. But yeah, that don't is do not it. something to drink. So. It's a classic mistake you make. <laughs> so weird beer stuff. We will post. The, I'll post the link to the fried beer stuff. It, it's a whole article of a bunch of cool fried beer stuff from all the state fairs. And we'll post the Mozambique massacre as yeah. well on, on the uh, weird beer stuff segment on our Facebook page. And we're going to go to the end of the show here. Uh, we've come so far. We have. But In the first paid show. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's true. The first paid show moment. today. Yeah, not being paid, but actually, yeah, we're paid not paid. To, paid. Yeah, we don't get do paid show, for this. So. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to take you down to the shelf of the week, which is everybody's favorite show. Go out to a liquor store, try something new, and this will get you to the shelf of the week. We're going to help you with that process. We want to give you something tasty to try, open up your taste buds. And I was actually enlightened by a real beginner beer drinker who listens to the show. Shout out to Jay. 
Nice, Jay. We were drinking a couple beers. I was sharing some trilliums with him so we could see some different profiles. And he brought a beer from Boulder, Colorado. Avery Brewing, you okay. may have seen. They, yep. they do a lot of distribution. They have a beer called El Gosa, going back to our vocabulary word. Just mm-hmm. like very it. aptly named, El Gosa. It was a sugar skull on the can, nice little white 12-ounce can. Only 4.5%, but it's uh, big notes of lime and sea salt. It's very full-bodied. It tastes like you're drinking like a very good lemonade or limeade. Uh, and it went down smooth, man. It was it was refreshing. We could have drank them all night. But, nice. Uh, so thank you, Jay. And if you get out to the liquor stores, try it. Avery Brewing El Gosa has a sugar skull in the can. So Jay and cool Roby. Jay and Roby really stepping up their game as yeah. far as the beers are concerned. Yeah. I mean, I saw a picture that Roby posted uh, in our group chat. Uh, he was drinking a Burley Oak Goza yeah. the other day. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Chicky. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is technically a sour, I think. Actually, it might not be a Goza. Um, but really stepping up their beer game and kind of venturing outside the box. That's what Not going to say it's directly because of the show, but it's basically directly because of the yeah, show. I mean, it has something to do with us, us, but you're welcome. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah, good Good for you. Yeah. For listening to what we told you to do. <laughs> uh, so my show for the week, I'm going theme here, kind of like how you did. Yeah. Uh, mine's going to be a revival. Awesome. Um, so I'm going to go with their Fanny great name first of all great one it's a session ipa 4.7 percent it's an 85 on beer advocate i gotta tell you one of the more full-bodied sessions that i've gotten a chance to try um it actually tastes like you're drinking something that would be six or seven percent it tastes like an ipa Mm -hmm. most sessions kind of give you that little you know that kind of watered down like kind of you know just more sessionable beer which is what you want from a session but this one has a lot more flavor to it uh, a little bit of bitterness from the hops, but a little bit of citrus. Um, it, it's a really drinkable beer, but definitely drinks uh, to a higher percentage than 4.7. It makes you feel like you, you know you're, you're drinking something a little more full bodied, and I I loved it. I had a couple of them today. It was really great. There you go. A couple of low percentage shell for the weeks there. We stayed under a combined nine percent there. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, and you can clearly tell where Moe's head's at. His, his show for the week was Fanny. He's talking about 69 people dying. I mean, we can see a trend here. He <laughs> shouted out his wife earlier in the show. We all know what's going on here, guys. So we got to get the big guy out of here. But we will have another show coming up for you, another half hour. You listen to it whenever you want. This will put us in double digits. We're basically pros now anyway. Right. You so, don't have to listen to them back to back. You can spread it out. Yeah. I mean, Obviously, we're on I mean, iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Download, subscribe, however you get it. Instagram, Facebook, Untapped. I mean, there's no way you can't reach us. That's true. You know? And, you know, listen to them on two different days. I mean, have two great days instead of one awesome day. I mean, That's true. Spread it out. Yeah, I mean. Spread it out, guys. You don't want to blow your load. Too much of a good thing. So, uh, signing off, this is your host, Ben Vandal, my co-host, Mo Fortin. We'll see you in about six minutes. Hey-oh.